Hello, welcome to 15 Minute Sermon. I'm glad to have you here, super glad. All right, so let's pray a short prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Thank you for another opportunity. Thank you for another privilege to learn and be instructed from your word. We ask that our hearts and our minds will be filled with light and understanding. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. Welcome once again. This is episode two of the series, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. I'm sure you were blessed by the previous episode. You're going to be blessed much more by this episode. All right, so let's go to John chapter 3, verse 16. I'm reading from the New King James Version of the Bible. John chapter 3, verse 16. All right, so it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. All right, so keyword for today, only begotten son, who became the first begotten. All right, so when it says God gave his only begotten son, that was the first person that was produced by his, that was born of the spirit, all right? That was born of the spirit, the first person that conquered death. All right, that was Jesus, all right? So, so he was the first, he was the only begotten in incarnation, all right, because he was the first <laughs> and the only person that represented God in human form. All right. So the only begotten refers to the incarnation, the 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 the, 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 the visible representation of God, which we are going to deal a lot with in this in this episode. I'm going to talk about that. So 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 just calm down, calm down, calm down, <laughs> calm down, and listen. All right. So but you see, God gave His only begotten Son for one reason. That men would not perish. So there was there's a promise of salvation. There was a fulfillment of salvation. Alright. And the consummation of salvation. So those who had lived before Jesus came, who believed in the promise of salvation, you know, were saved. They had access to uh, they were going to experience eternal life when Jesus comes. Those who were present when Jesus was alive. And believed in Jesus, you know, have access to eternal life once they believe. And those of us right now who believe in Jesus, even after he died, was buried, and then resurrected, is alive till today. Those who believe that, you know, still would have access to eternal life, they won't perish. Okay, so his sacrifice was that eternal one, all right? We're talking about God in the flesh. It was an eternal sacrifice. So the onus is on you to believe. That's it. Your only responsibility, your work, is to believe this. Once you believe this and accept this as truth, that Jesus Christ died for your sins, that he was raised, he was buried for three days, and on the third day, he resurrected for your justification. He resurrected as the first begotten from the dead, first person to conquer death and to live forever. And now it's created a way for other begotten. All right. It's it's powerful. All right. So let's you'll understand a lot of what I'm saying as we go on in this episode. Alright, so open your Bibles to Hebrews chapter one. Hebrews chapter one. I'm going to read from verse one through to four. But I will be taking breaks on each verse as we explain. So Hebrews chapter one, verse one. He said, God who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past. To the fathers by the prophet so we see something here first a little background the book of hebrews was written to jews all right 
uh, and of course it applies to us who now believe in jesus christ but it was written to jews primarily all right so that's why it tells them the fathers referring to their progenitors to their ancestors okay he said see when god wanted to speak to your ancestors he spoke to them through or by the prophets and who were prophets prophets were those who were inspired by the spirit of god all right so the spirit of god came upon them and they began to speak inspired words all right they spoke under the inspiration of god and the bible tells us here the writer of Hebrews says say god who at some who at various times and in various ways so he said god spoke to your fathers to your ancestors in various ways various times and he did it by the prophets and these prophets you know the words they spoke the things they did were as influenced by the spirit of god so what can you pick from here god wanted to reveal himself all right so men they wanted men to know him and his agency of doing that was the prophets who were inspired by the spirit so you see it's still the spirit of god that was in operation in revealing god all right of course it had limitation because these were men men who were not saved men who were still subject uh, to the elements of the world all right so so yes but still they had a knowledge of god because the prophets didn't just speak on their own they spoke as inspired by the spirit of god all right i think that's clear all right so verse two all right let me read verse one through into verse two god who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to your fathers to the fathers by the prophets so verse 2 he said as in these last days spoken to us by his son wow so why is this important so he's trying to make them see that all right the revelation of god told to them all right by the prophets is not in any way compared to the revelation of god in his son and his son jesus christ and he explains why so he's trying to make them see that jesus is more than a prophet he's more than their prophet you must understand this all right so he said as in this last day spoken to us by his son all right so who is this his son he said whom he has appointed heir of all things who he he whom he has appointed heir of all things that's a powerful statement heir of all things well, you understand what that means now so through whom also he made the worlds interesting through jesus he made the worlds how <laughs> all right verse 3 he said who being the brightness of his glory the brightness of god's glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of majesty on high. See, he said, God had spoken to your fathers by the prophets. So these prophets were inspired by the Spirit of God, right? He said, but no, in these last days, God has spoken to us by his son. And how did he speak to us by his son? His son was one who was appointed hell of all things, like he's in charge. His name is the most powerful name in all of the earth. All right? <laughs> and he has a, and through him also, he actually made the world. So we understand the pre, or we understand the eternal nature of Jesus by this statement. So we understand John chapter 1, when he said, and in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He said, and everything was created by the word. All right? 
He said, then now said the word became flesh. So this word that was behind creation became flesh. All right. The word, the logic, the plans of God became a human being, flesh. Okay. So it tells you through him, he made the worlds. He made the worlds. Through him, he made the worlds. And we saw in Genesis chapter 1, all right, that the Spirit of God went into operation, all right, before God spoke the word. <laughs> so you see, you see, they are one and the same, all right. God, his Spirit, his Son, one and the same. Different, different, different ways God is trying to communicate to man, different ways God created, actually different and the same way. His word is the agency by which he created the spirit and his word worked hand in hand for creation to come. All right. He said, Jesus is the brightness of God's glory. The brightness of God's glory. See, and the express, see, that, that's the most, one of the powerful phrases about, he said he's the express image of his person. Jesus Christ is the express image of God's person. You know what that means? See, nothing about God was hidden when Jesus came on board. He revealed God. All right? You know, he, he said in verse 1 that God in various times and in various ways, all right, tried various ways to reveal himself to them, to the fathers, to the children of Israel, their, their, their fathers, to reveal himself to man by the prophets. But he said, this last day is over. He has revealed himself by Jesus, and Jesus is his express image, express. There's nothing hidden about God that, didn't, that Jesus did not reveal. It was the express image of God, the express image, express image. He said, and upholding all things by the word of his power. When he had by himself purged our sins. Oh, he purged our sins. He said, when he had by himself purged our sins. He said, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Having become so much better than angels. As he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. So he wasn't a mere man. He wasn't a mere man. He was the express image of God. He purged us of our sins. And now he has the highest authority in all, in all of the universe. So because you see. That's why, you know, we read from John chapter 3 verse 16. We said God so loved the world. That was love displayed. For God to come and, you know, to reveal himself in human form. So that we can understand. You, you, you know, you see... <laughs> You know, God took the initiative. He always takes the initiative in, in his revelation of himself to man. All right. He wants man to know him. He doesn't want to be separate from his creation. So first of all, he tried to, he, 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 he revealed himself through prophets, right? By influencing uh, them by, with his spirit, all right? So that men will understand who God is, you know? Even his creation testify of him. You know, he doesn't want to be separate from his, his creation, man. And so he decided to come as a man himself. That was, that was so, you know what that means? Paul described it as becoming a servant, the form of a servant. Like, ah. So, but we now realize that this was actually God. Because when he died, 
and purged us from our sins and rose up from the grave. He ascended <laughs> and he ascended to the throne. He inherited, you know, he obtained an excellent name. So we now discover that, oh, this was actually God. It wasn't just a man. You know, somebody exclaimed at that, at that time when Jesus was on the cross and then the entire head, earth began to quake. All right. The centurion, one of the soldiers that was just by him there when Jesus was hung on the cross said, truly, this is the son of God. Truly. <laughs> he, he trembled, said, wow. Because all of creation had to respond. All of creation had to respond. The earth quaked. There was darkness at noon. <laughs> because this was truly the son of God. This was truly the express image of God. This was truly God. This was truly God. You must understand this. Christians don't serve two gods. No. <laughs> we serve one God. One God. One God. One God. That tried, not tried, that expressed himself, showed himself in various times and various ways through prophets. And then decided to show himself through the man Jesus, who is his express image. All right. Jesus is the complete revelation of God to man. All right. God chose to be a man and then fully express himself to us. Let's open to the last scripture I would like us to read. Colossians chapter 1, verse 15. Colossians chapter 1, verse 15. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Wow, we're almost out of time. All right, so the New Living Translation, Colossians chapter 1, verse 15. It says, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He, exi he existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. All right, so that makes it clear. Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. God is invisible. He, he dwells in inapproachable light. But if you want to see God, you look at Jesus because he is the visible representation, the visible image of God. You can't see God aside from Jesus. Jesus is a visible image of God. He's a visible representation of God. All right. If you ever want to see God, you have to look at Jesus. Ah. I hope this has blessed you. And I hope you would. And if you are not sure, confused about the things I've said, please release it. We'll deal more with all of this in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you richly. Till I see you next time, stay in peace. Amen.